Good morning. Now, this might sound like a strange question to ask, but how big do you think the British Army is? You might find it even stranger to know that I can give you the answer. As of 2021, the British Army comprises of 82,230 regular full-time personnel and 30,000 reserves. And no, I'm not contravening the Official Secrets Act. But why am I telling you about this? Are we about to be invaded? No. But in the book of Joshua, the city of Jericho is about to be invaded, invaded by Joshua and the Israelites. But how will they do it? What battle plan will they come up with? And how many siege engines will they need in order to come up against what is probably the strongest wall city in the world during their day? Well, as we think about this, let's just consider some of the facts that we know already from the book of Joshua. You see, after the priests uh, carried the Ark of the Covenants up to the river, they stepped in, they stepped in to the raging River Jordan. And when they did, the Lord stopped the water. And this enabled the priests to walk across the dry riverbed and stand in the center while the people crossed over. And when the people crossed over, their army was with them. We read this in Joshua 4, verse 13. About 40,000 armed for battle crossed over before the Lord to the plains of Jericho for war. Now that's like sending 50% of the British regular army out to capture one city. But it wasn't these soldiers who brought down the heavily fortified walls of Jericho. It was the Lord who did it. But what did the people do? Well, they trusted the Lord to do it. How did they trust the Lord? Well, they trusted the Lord by obeying what seemed to be a very strange set of instructions. Listen to what we read in Joshua chapter 6, verse 3 through to 5, and this is what they had to do. March round the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. They make seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march round the city seven times, and the priests will be blowing the trumpets. And when you hear the sound, and when you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, make the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse, and the army will go in, every one straight in. That's what they did. And the walls did collapse. I want us to come to the New Testament and just listen to something what Jesus said. Because when you think about that, the people must have thought, this is impossible. How can this happen? But they knew that God was true to his word, and so they obeyed him and did what he asked. Now, Jesus said these words in Matthew 19, verse 26. Jesus looked up at them and other people, and he said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. You see, Jesus is saying here that with God, all things are possible. But what was the impossible thing that Jesus was talking about when he said this? Well, we find out if we read the previous few verses. Jesus said, again, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. And when the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? 
And that's when Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished. And they asked that question. And they were told that it was impossible for them to do it, or any other person to do it. But it was possible with God. And what Jesus was saying to them is salvation comes by way of the impossibility. The impossibility of a virgin birth. The impossibility of a baby being born. And the impossibility of God becoming a man who died on a cross. And so, with man, these things are impossible. But with God, all things are possible. The power that did the impossible by making the walls of Jericho fall is the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, making our salvation possible. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for these reminders that you give us from your word, that you are the God of the impossible. And our Father, we see it all the time as we read through your word, how you do things that only God can do. And then, when we come to our New Testament, because Jesus is God with us, we see him doing those impossible things. And the greatest one is that he died and rose again in order to save us from our sins. And our Father, we thank you for this. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, it is approaching Christmas, and uh, you've probably got your decorations up by now, I don't know. But whatever you're going to do today, you have a good day, and may God bless you through it.